All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. Um, I'm not DJ Big. You're but I am. Uh, that's true. But I am here more than DJ Pig. So what does that say? Have you noticed? Uh, what, does, what does that say? On that note, have you noticed that I don't say like with Isaac Bayer anymore on the episodes because you've been on so often? I don't feel like I need to do that anymore. It's yeah. I mean, it's unnecessary. Okay. Uh, but well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that you bring uh, bring bring uh, I'm glad, attention to that. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. And yeah, we're definitely on the same page with this episode because we have so much to get through. There is so much in so this episode. Basically, what happened, um, if you guys are, are, are first-time listeners or just started picking up on this, we used to do a reoccurring episode called the Mailbox episode. And the last time we did a Mailbox episode was... Uh, episode 143 so that was over two years ago a long time ago and so that means that whenever we did uh i think that was mailbox number six which i need to check on that real quick just to make sure you know what we're just going to say it was mailbox number six so that means that we really we really got after it uh in the first 143 episodes and then we have not uh we have not actually done a mailbox episode since then or at least you know, I don't need to explain when or what or how, regardless of the matter, we haven't done it in a long time and we're happy to have it back. And we have a lot of built up mail. From um, then, uh, yeah, that we too much to- mail to go through in a single episode, but we'll try right. our best. So we have seven. We, we've picked out hand selected seven different uh, mail entries from fans that we are going to try to answer to the best of our ability. One of my That's favorite right. parts about these episodes, Isaac is the reoccurring theme music that we have created for the mailbox episodes. I love, love it. I mean, it was a, it was a very low budget production, but it hits, it slaps. Contrarily, the most high budget thing you've ever done is the, uh, the little jingle that comes before every question. You think so? My, my, one of my favorite little jingles of all time that you've ever done, just because of the movie, the seven. Oh movie. Yeah. So with, we do with Brad Pitt. If uh, of course people that are listening and have listened to these before, they're like, "Oh, great! I'm so excited for this." If you haven't listened, you'll understand what Isaac's saying from the movie Seven uh, at the end of the movie, where Brad Pitt goes, "Oh, what's in the box?" That is in our intro, uh, and we, you'll hear we, it. Shortly. We could technically probably get sued for that. Hey, Isaac, let's go ahead and hey. jump into the episode. I know that we usually have long intros, but I'm just worried about getting to all these. Uh, different questions and giving them the the, the time uh, and the energy and the explanations that each one deserves. So any uh, any statements before we get started? Statements? Like political? No, 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 no. Perspectives? Just like, no, just like a, a thoughts, like, you know, your thoughts about the episode, your thoughts about, of course, being on the podcast again, you know, things yeah, like that. Yeah, I got to, no, I do. I think that that shirt is absolutely inappropriate for where you are and what you're doing right now. Okay, it's a collared shirt. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a collared shirt. Zebra print. It's almost 6 p.m. You got no business. Anybody's got no business wearing a collared shirt at 6 p.m. Honestly, I just haven't had time to change. And that, that's just the basics of it. But 
Uh, I actually do like a good collared shirt. I'm very comfortable in them. Of course, I, I grew up playing golf and, and, and uh, playing collegiate golf, not to brag. I was a division one collegiate golfer, Isaac. You know, you always make fun of me for not being athletic or active, but it's the complete opposite of what you usually dig at me with. But I'm just uh, I'm comfortable in golf clothes. They're very comfortable, I think. It's very wide of you. Okay, thank you for saying that. This is episode 238. Today's topic, mailbox number seven. Let's open the mailbox. Let's see what's inside. Hey, everybody set us up, so let's look in the mailbox. What's in the box? Speaking of. talking about the movie seven. Speaking of, the movie seven episode. Did it play already, or is it going to play right now? Uh, It just played, yeah. So we don't have, because we're, we're doing this remote, you're, of course, in, uh, where is it? Wyoming, and yes. uh, I am in Kentucky still because I just can't get out of here. Uh, and so it'll be post production where the jingles put in. But let's go ahead and get to the first question again because we are remote. I will be reading each of these questions. Uh, usually, I would let you kind of go back and forth with them, but just in case, I want to I want to have them all in front of me and be able to go. Right. Through. You didn't see the question. list. You don't have to lie. So this these were either uh, emails or letters that were sent to the studio, faxes, uh, messages through social media. Sure. All of those different avenues of communication could have gotten you onto this episode. And so we will go ahead and read the first question, how the episode works. We read a question, we answer it, then the jingle plays and we read another question. Like I said, before we got started, we have seven of these to get to. So without further ado, our first message. Dear, all you need to know. Hello. I'm a longtime listener, and I've been dying to get through to you all with this important message. Something has really been eating at me lately, and I wanted to get it off of my chest. Oh, man. I listened to the Always Leave a Note episode with you and Isaac. Well, that's that's great. That is good, yeah. He said, it gave me PTSD from a time where I went on top of the clog. Is there any justification for going on top of the clog? Thanks, Kyle. Uh, I guess I can just kick that one off because yeah, even, though you're the ex- even though you're the expert, well, I wouldn't even call you that. I would just say you're the experienced, you know? Yes. Like I wouldn't call somebody that's in a car crash an expert in cars. You know what I'm saying? What I what I want to go ahead and say, though, is like to, to kind of give a little bit of a background. In the Always Leave a Note episode, I told a story about how I was at a country club and there was a bathroom. It was a single person bathroom. And the toilet was clogged but i couldn't tell if it was like past the point of being able to flush kind of clogged so i i was very optimistic i went on top of the clog and then the the toilet uh started as soon as i flushed it the toilet water started to rise and then i got out of there i didn't tell anybody about it so that's where my favorite story that's where the reference comes from thanks for listening to that episode kyle (laughs) yeah We've talked about that on more episodes that I've been on, but I think not. We talked about that story, yeah, almost. But but time. but you know, I know we've talked about the story a lot, but this is a this is a fresh question, right? So, is there ever a justification for going on top of the clog, in your opinion? Yeah, if it's a dire emergency, if the difference between a soiled pant is on the clog, what can you do? You don't have a choice. Because there's no world where you're going to soil your pant before you go on the clog. Because it's not going to get more clogged, but you can have poopy pants. I don't know. I'll go ahead and say this. I think in the situation that I was in with that story that we just referenced, I went number one on top of the clog. I don't think you can go number two on top of the clog. That's just my personal opinion. on 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 top of the clog. I think that. 
I think that you have to Let explore me... other options before right. going on number two on top of the clock. And I and I hear you loud and clear. And I just want to go ahead and specify a couple of things. First thing is you're not going number one on top of a clock. Maybe you are, maybe not. But you're I'm talking emergency number two. Like you're about to soil okay. your pants. And, and and that's that's true because. Kyle asked us if there was any justification and you're saying that the, yeah. the sole justification would be it's an emergency. Emergency number two. And I'll even say, I'll even go so far to say this. Listen, like okay. I said, it's not getting more clogged, right? And I hate to say it. You know, I hate to be the guy, but somebody has to be the bad guy. And sometimes you just put it on there and let it and leave. And that's it. Because you know that if you flush a clogged toilet, you know what's going to happen. So why would you double down and only make it worse? You just got to put her there and let it ride. That's an interesting point that you brought up. It's not going to get any less clogged or any more clogged. It's already clogged. So yeah. it at what point does that even really matter? Um, Precisely. It just, but you have to kind of practice some empathy and, and know that someone's going to have to be responsible for the cleaning process of this clog at one point. And that's, that's where that's where I can. But it wasn't your mind. fault, was it? But it wasn't your original fault. But you added anything, to the problem. Yeah, but do they know that? Not because they could they could have came in and been like, oh my God, this guy's just emptied a colon that he has, you know, he hasn't been in the bathroom for three weeks. Right. And that's what that looks like. I so so Kyle, I think I think that we've given you enough to work with here. Um, try not to go on top of the clock, but if if a man's gotta do or a woman's gotta do what a man or woman's gotta do, then you might just have to go on top of the clock. Uh, and you agree with that? Is that is that a pretty good closing statement there, Isaac? Absolutely. Summed it up well. All right. Well, Kyle, thanks so much. And let's uh, continue on. Let's, let's open, open the mailbox. mailbox. Open it open. Let's see what's inside. Hey, hey, everybody set us up, so let's look in the mailbox. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? There it is. Love that sound. Brad Pitt killed it in that movie. And it's really did. It's funny. It's funny because every time we do one of these episodes, I usually go and watch seven right afterwards just because yeah. it's fresh <laughs> and, and I want to see it again and, and see that line. I would I would love to erase my memory so I could go back and watch that <laughs> watch movie the, for the first, the first time, time again. Yeah. You uh, watched it when you came to visit. Kevin Spacey's, Kevin Spacey's in it, though. That's the only problem. But anyways, let's move on. I don't know if you heard they didn't, okay. they didn't. They didn't show. OK. You. OK. Well, you know, whatever. But I don't know if you heard that. The next question. Oh, that is what we're doing here. The next question, I don't even really know uh, what this means. Okay. Um, but because it was sort of short and uh, intriguing, that's why it made the seven that we were going to ask today. Uh, uh -huh. The message, uh, no greeting, doesn't have like a dear, all you need to know, or uh, hey, Quinn and Isaac or Quinn and DJ. The question is just this. I mean, is it really that bad? Signed, Robert EO Speedwagon, which I'm assuming that maybe this man's name is Robert EO, like maybe his initials, and then he just adds Speedwagon. Maybe it's a self made. Oh, you don't think that's his last name? I don't think his last like, name is Speedwagon. You don't like, like, with like a middle initial or anything, like John F. Kennedy. You don't. Robert, I, two middle names, Speedwagon. Is yes, that, but yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not, let me clear like this Edward. up. I'm not. I'm not caught up on his two middle initials. I'm caught up on the last name Speedwagon. That's what I want to go ahead and put that out there. But what do you think? What do you think the question is asking here, Isaac? This is this is kind of puzzling to me. Uh, it just simply states, or I guess it's inquisitive. It says, "I mean, is it really that bad?" <laughs> yeah. I, can you read it one more time, please? I mean, is it really that bad? 
Do you think that he had typed something else up in like a Word document and he thought he copied it? He just got deleted. He just, I don't know. It just seems like really grammatically complete for just being a small portion. I mean, is it really that bad? (laughs) It sounds to me like he had typed up a whole story, something that he had done, something that had uh, experienced he had experienced in his life, and then wanted us to read through that story and then the final line was i mean is it really that bad like maybe he's like come on people are giving me a hard time is it really that bad that's actually a, a really good point and if only we knew if only we knew uh, mr speedwagon's story prior to that but, 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 but you know as it stands all we have is is it really that bad and i guess we can only way we can answer that is you know the only way we can interpret it right yes so and- i would say probably not there's a lot to this message uh i i just don't but there's a lot to it but at the same time there's nothing at all if that makes sense because his name itself is is a talking point robert eo speedwagon um but the question is just as puzzling because it's incomplete it doesn't have the rest of but what the, the story ponder just for a moment if you would with me like what if it was complete what if you're that saying is- you're <laughs> saying he he set out to send us a message that just says, I mean, is it really that bad? I don't know. I'm not really sure. I, and I don't, I don't, Mr. Speedwagon, I, I don't want to uh, cause you any, any concerns or troubles, but I think I'm so because for laughing so much, because we don't have a complete question or at least seemingly we don't, I don't think that we can give a complete answer. So is it, I mean, is it really that bad? It depends on what you're asking. No, um, I mean, just like, the, just don't, what if you didn't read into it? And we're like, what, what would you think? What would you, what would you say? If you were, if you just read that, you as a human are perceiving that question in a way that no one else can perceive it. You can only perceive it yourself. So what, 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 what what's your answer? I, I don't, there are some things that what's pop up. There are some things that pop up, but I, I just, I, We've given enough time to Robert E.O. Speedwagon. I, I think we're going to get out of this question, unless you have some sort of interpretation. I was just going to I was gonna say no. I okay. don't think so. I don't think it is. That All right. Way. Well, Mr. Speedwagon, we hope you the best. And, of course, if uh, you want to complete the question at some point, just get back with us, okay? Let's open up the mailbox. Open it up. Let's see what's inside. Hey, everybody has sent us stuff, so let's look in the mailbox. Here's a good one, Isaac. I'm excited to read this one. Uh, okay. Hopefully, people don't get tired of the jingle. Um, no, but, not seven times. Yeah, more than that, I think, because we, I think we replaced the topic transition with it. But that's the producer's problem. So, anyways, this is uh, this is uh, a guy that has just stuck with us throughout uh, everything, the thick and thin. Greetings, idiots. This is Stanley Round. We love Stanley Round. Yeah, he's he's always so rude to us, though. Very it's backhanded. It's in a charming way. It's in very a very backhanded. It's in uh, he says way. again. He says, "Greetings, idiots." This is Stanley Round. You have failed to mention me as of late, even though I send you all an email every week reviewing the latest episode, which we do appreciate and we look at, Stanley. We don't want you to think that we're ignoring you. Um, he says, "Not sure how I feel about the rebrand. I am a rather traditional fellow." Okay, well. Sorry, Stanley, I'm not going to just just, uh, change things for you. Um, So you'll have to kind of get over that. Uh, And then he goes on to say, besides your podcast sickening me, I wanted to reach out to implore on a matter that has come to my attention. He always is very observant. I will give it to Stanley. His question 
when I order a thin crust pizza, they cut it differently than they do a regular hand tossed pizza. Why is that? Thanks, Stanley. How? How do they do that? I know exactly what he's talking about. Uh, I don't. I don't. I've noticed this. So, of course, if you if you order a a hand tossed pizza from a chain restaurant or even a restaurant that's not a chain, um, they'll just kind of cut it uh, like down the middle, down the middle down the middle, down the middle, and you've got a bunch of triangle Triangular slices. slices. Right. Sure. But whenever you order a thin crust pizza, which let me remind you is most of the time the exact same size. The only difference is, of course, the thickness of the crust. They cut it into like squares in the middle. And then oh, I see. And then yeah. like small triangles that are barely, right. you, you can barely even make a meal out of. And then right. like weird, uh, weird polygon shaped uh slices at the top define polygon i can't i don't know why why (laughs) they do that though i don't i I don't know why Why, i bet i i bet i know i bet it's because of the the heat uh the heat retention of the pizza you got to think about it like this a hand-tossed pizza has got some thick uh you know airy dough it's got that layer of sauce or whatever and all those toppings, but a thin crust doesn't have any kind of heat retention. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to get in and get out quick. You get in there, you get the pizza, you get what you need, and you and then you're gone. Because you can't you can't take your time on a thin crust. It goes cold, just like that. So they make it easy, accessible, quick, yeah, small. I just I just bam, looked it up. Bam. I just looked it up on the internet. I Googled it, which is what Stanley could have done, probably in a more timely fashion got that his answer true. when yeah i wonder what he did how long he's been waiting he said or this this google uh thing says the reason for this practice is quite simple it's the most effective way to cut a circle as the triangle cut also allows for more pizza to be eaten but the primary reason for making square slices is simple it results in smaller pieces which allow for more eating but that's not true because if you eat a full pizza, it doesn't matter how it's sliced. Slicely. Alexis. Thank no. you, Alexa, for the board. <laughs> She's trying to tell me about board games. I apologize. So okay. rude of her. You were rude. If you that was, see, here's the thing, though. It's it's interesting because if that's a person that interrupted me, I'd be very upset. But because it's a robot, I'm like, eh, you know, she probably didn't mean to. I, I have more forgiveness than robots than I do people. Wow. I was going to say the opposite of that. I don't think that that explanation that I just read on the internet made me or convinced me. No, to believe. I think it's I think that's BS. Somebody just came up with that, tried to sound smart, and I think my it explanation is BS. sounds way more technical and realistic. Heat retention. Your heat main retention. argument is heat retention. It's a similar idea. It's a similar idea in the fact that you are eating. It's smaller pieces, so you're eating it the pieces faster, right? You hold a slice in your hand, and you're chomping on that slice for you know a minute or two. And but you can you can finish a square in two or three bites. But that's the dangerous part. I could I could sit down and eat a thin crust pizza all day long. Exactly, you could. A hand toss is a little bit trickier. So maybe maybe the reason why it's cut into smaller pieces is to elongate the period of eating because you have to eat more pieces. Than you would if it was cut in triangles. I mean, that makes sense to me. I mean, it's possible. What's more expensive? Hand tossed toss. and crossed. A hand toss. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, Stanley, uh, you probably could have Googled that and got a better answer. 
Uh, Wasn't a good answer, though, admittedly. We still feel like we were able to answer your question. And again, whenever you send us emails, Stanley, you don't have to backhand us. You could just be nice or, or ask us a simple question. You don't have to. That's true. He, he keeps saying That's things true. about um, the podcast sickening him. And he said, greetings, idiots. It is a little charming. But you don't, I, have, I do to like stop. You don't have to stop. That's all part of the Stanley charm. I do like the Stanley round charm. So that's going to do it for that question, not this episode. I think you. That's huh? right. Crank that. Crank that transition. Yeah, here we go. Let's, Let's open up the mailbox. mailbox. Open it open. Let's see what's inside. Hey, look at it. Everybody hey, set us up, so let's look in the mailbox. What's in the box? All right, we're going to get into this one really quick because I think they might have accidentally sent this one to us. It says Quinn and DJ, assuming that DJ was going to be here. I am in a half-point PPR fantasy football league, and I need to start two of these three players. Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Alan Lazard. And he named – well, hold on a second. This doesn't make sense because he named – this person – or she, actually. She named more than three players. But you just said three. You said Brady, I know. Lazard, and I read oh, the I read the Broncos first, country, let's ride. I read the first three, but then there are two more. It says Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, yeah. Alan Lazard, yeah. Derek right. Henry, and Putong Hammersnap. And that last one, I don't think that's a real name. So I, I don't think, think I've never heard of that guy. I think that's maybe I've a, never heard of that guy. Maybe a joke. Um, but then I'm puzzled because even if that is a joke and she was like trying to mess with us, right? She still named four, even though she said two of the three. Was it a number or a spelling? Um Could she have misclicked on the keyboard. No, it's it's a, it's typed as a number. Um, but let me just read it Could again. Have been a let me read it again. Okay. Make sure Quinn, you include the fifth one. Quinn and DJ. I am in a half point PPR fantasy football league, and I need to start two of these three players. Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Alan Lazard, Derek Henry, and Putong Hammersnap. Who would you all pick? Thanks, Jess. Broncos country. Let's ride. It's just, yeah, Broncos country. Let's ride. I, this this is a confusing way to ask us fantasy football for fantasy football advice. Which I mean, Isaac, what is do you think though? about what do you think about half is it point a PPR? Way? I mean, half point PPR, APR, you know, zero percent down type of stuff. It's not really my concern. What I do need to be concerned about is Alan Lazard as a Packer wide receiver, a really great player. He goes in immediately. Tom Brady is slowly losing it in the divorce, and you know, I don't know no Putong hammer snap, but you know. I'm definitely not putting Russell Wilson in. I can tell you that much. Well, and the, the funny thing is PPR means points per reception. And I only <laughs> know I only know for certain I only know for certain that Derrick Henry and Alan Lazard could catch a pass because Tom Brady and Russell Wilson are throwing the passes. And then of course so we've we've kind of we've kind of concluded that Putong Hammersnap is fictional, but we're not sure. I don't know if he is. Maybe he's um, the third receiver. I'll have to look into Putong Hammersnap. There are so many injuries in the NFL that maybe this is a guy that uh, has, has been kind of working his way up the from the yeah. practice roster onto the starting game lineup. But considering that if it's a half-point PPR, which isn't a full-point PPR, would, it, would that change your mind, Isaac, on any of this if it was a full-point PPR? Broncos country, let's ride. Thanks for saying that. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to – which it's, it, but it seems like you need to start one of the quarterbacks that you named too. There's not a lot of information here, Jess. Um, you're making this a little bit difficult on us, but if we just have this to go out, classic 
Robert EO Speedwagon question. Yeah, it, it does. Seem like Robert EO Speedwagon would have asked this one, but it's her name is Jess. And I would go ahead and say I, I, I'm a little bit concerned with Alan Lazard and his and his injury. Uh, he, he went out of the game, didn't come back in, just holding, he didn't even have his helmet on the sideline. So if you're looking Sad. for if you're looking for two players that you can depend on this week, I'm starting Derrick Henry and Putong Hammersnap. So Jess, thanks so much for your question. And let's Thank you for that. Yeah. Any any other pieces of advice there, Isaac, besides saying Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos again? country. Let's ride. Okay, and let's ride on to the next question. Let's open the mailbox. Open it up. Let's see what's inside. Hey, look at it. Hey, Everybody set us up, so let's look in the mailbox. Oh, what's in the box? All right, how many questions do we have left? Why? we got one, <laughs> two. Why are you looking around so frantically? We've got three. We've got three questions left, um, and we've got plenty of time. So this next one is, says, AY and 2K, I wanted to reach out because I thoroughly enjoyed your all's latest musical creation, AYN 5K. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank true. you so much. We do uh, love AYN 5K. Goes on to say, I wanted to hear about the process behind it and if you'll ever take oh. on a project like that again. Wow. What a great question. Also, why do we oh. only carve pumpkins when there are plenty of other carvable squashes? Best regards, Dalton. Okay. So, Dalton, of course, first off, thank you for being a fan of uh, All You Need to Know and the AYN 5K original music album that we put out. If you wanted to hear more about the process, I would probably listen to the episode that was dedicated to it. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the AY5K release. release. Uh, let yeah. me let me check, double check on the name of that episode, Dalton, so you don't have to track it down. Yeah. I'll talk um, about gourds while you do that. Yeah, it won't take me very um, long, but yeah, I'll just talk about some gourds. Uh, name, I'll tell you this, Dalton. Here's my rebuttal to that. Uh, you're asking why we carve pumpkins. Name one other gourd, not including like squash go ahead no 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 go ahead name one other he's not on gourd. he's not on with us isaac <laughs> okay well he, he's sending in the question case well what about you you name another gourd i can't or, or some uh, i can't name another can gourd. you name one that you and could you name one that's hollow i can name oh. episode 230 ay and 5k original album interview that's the uh thing that you would want to listen to dalton if you wanted more information Two, three, about zero. it uh, jumping back to that, the second part of that question, would I ever take on a project like that again? Um, it's it's a long, it was a long process. Uh, it was it was a dedication uh, process that took a lot of time. Uh, took two three days, and so that's just a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, for for me to commit to a creative project, considering all the other moving parts that I have in my life at the moment, but. I, I think yeah, it that it took you longer to edit than it did to record. Yeah. Listen, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say something that I haven't ever mentioned on this podcast before. Um, this is an idea that Isaac and I have thrown back and forth a lot uh, over the past six years. It's a Christmas project where uh, we retheme and parody Christmas songs. Uh, and it would be called yes. AY and 2K's Cocaine Christmas. So each, each song would have. Uh, cocaine spin so it'd be like rudolph the coke nose reindeer um yep. i don't Grandma know got ran over by a crack hoe i don't know if we agreed on that specific title but really at the end of the day what you gotta understand is that the cocaine wine 2 ks cocaine christmas has been a a brainchild that i'm not sure that i came up with but i definitely care more about it than quinn does because every, every year around this time of the year by the way yeah i really press him um, and and I don't really. It's think all there. I was going to participate creatively in any project, in a major way. I would be dedicating a lot of time to that one. 
And it's that funny. Would be, that would be the fruits of all labor. It's funny, Dalton, because a lot of it's already written and uh, recorded. Uh, it's just, it's exactly. just, been, it's just been shelved because I'm worried about uh, it affecting my job prospect. Uh, exactly. I would, I'm afraid that it's a topic that I can only tackle once I reach a comfortable point in my life where I wouldn't get fired or wouldn't be kept from getting a position because I wrote a full length album about cooking Christmas. So uh, if that answers your question, Dalton, about the whole creative process, and if I'd ever take on a project like that again, um, there are a lot of moving parts to that one. The, uh, the response to a one 5k was, was moderate. Um, I would have liked some, some more uh, response from it and uh, with it, but that being said, I'd always be open to something that's creative uh, because that's something that I'm passionate about. So that's a great question, Dalton. Very introspective. I, I appreciate that. And then as far as uh, carving pumpkins, I mean, it's easy. Uh, it's it's something that's been done for a long time. People know what they're doing. You just cut, you, you cut out the top, you gut it, and then boom, you carve in whatever you want. It's, it's a pretty easy gourd to carve. And I think that's why it's one of the only uh, carvable squashes that actually gain traction. Anything else there, Isaac? No. Let's open up the mailbox. Let's see what's inside. Everybody set us up, so let's look in the mailbox. There's not a doubt in my mind that people are getting tired of the song. I think that it's it's probably getting a little repetitive at this point. But at the same time, it is a good jingle. So I'm not, not entirely sure. I love um, This next question is from someone named uh, Johan Tetzel. Sounds like pretzel, uh, just without the PR just instead of a, it's a T instead of a PR. Johan Tetzel. Tetzel, you said. Yeah, Johan Tetzel, I believe is how it's pronounced. Okay. Uh, he says, for your exact income amounts on a monthly basis, yours truly, Johan Tetzel. I don't feel comfortable oh. answering that question. Johan that's a pretty on the nose. Yeah, but I think we've said multiple times that it's a uh, A one two K is a is a it's not a non profit. It's certainly not, it's a anti profit. It's a I negative think. profit company. Yeah, yes, negative profit's the word you use. Yeah. So if you're speaking More on outflow than inflow, if you're speaking on uh, Johan, if you're speaking on Johan, that's fun to say. Say that a couple times. If you're speaking on Johan, the amount of money that all you need to know brings in, uh, there is no income. On a monthly basis, probably like negative two or three hundred, probably. If you're speaking about our individual jobs that we have outside of the podcast, yeah, that is uh, information that's classified. And you don't uh, want to talk. You don't want to talk about that. Um, I will say that if if I were in the position where I needed to buy a PlayStation Five every month, I could not do that. That's what I'll say. Um, that's that's as as comfortable as I am sharing income information. And you know what? I, I don't even think because often these episodes, you know, the mailbox episodes, at least that's usually not with me. I think I maybe have done one ever uh, other than this one. So I'm thinking that is probably directed towards DJ. Yeah. And so and so instead of talking about my income, why don't we just speculate and talk about? Well, and, and I don't think that that's appropriate. I think but, we should do that, though. But DJ uh, is a is a teacher. He's also a head coach of the basketball team. Oh. Actually, the reason why he's not on the episode tonight, because he is busy with some of that stuff. So. Uh, he's doing just fine, and we'll leave it at that. Okay. And we'll move so on to monthly, no, 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 no. probably less we'll than move eight, on like eight hundred dollars. Probably we'll less, move on less than to our last question. Okay, fine. Let's, Let's open up the mailbox. Let's see what's inside. Hey, everybody, set us up. So let's look in the mailbox. Oh, what's in the box? Okay, so we can finish strong with this one, Isaac. 
This right. is our last mailbox question. Um, and if at this rate, it's you the best for last. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't in any particular order. I think usually we've read Stanley rounds last. Uh, we read that one a little bit early in the process. I don't wish speed wagons would have been last. Ario. Yeah. Not Ario Speedwagon. Robert EO Speedwagon. So I Why guess he does. Ario? I guess he goes by Ario Speedwagon, right? I mean, his, you say his first name is Robert. Yeah. I think that, I think here's what happened with Robert EO Speedwagon is that he, his name's Robert. His middle initials are EO. And so he dropped his actual last name and just writes Speedwagon. That way he can go by REO Speedwagon. It's just fun and easy. And I'm sure it's one of those nicknames that he gave himself and he wants it to stick, but it won't kind of thing. Anyway, I don't know what that means. Anyways, let's get to our last question and stop talking about Robert EO Speedwagon. It says, To whom it may concern. Hey guys, glad you all opened up the mailbox again. It's yeah. one of my favorite segments you all do. Oh, good to hear. You really milked it in the beginning, and it seems like you just kind of <laughs> forgot about it more than anything since you haven't done it in over two years. You might be, you might be right about that. Speaking of years, congrats on the six-year anniversary of All You Need to Know coming hey, out. Yeah, thank you. Good. Thank you. I, we appreciate that. Will you all throw a party? We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Speaking of parties, I am not a good dancer unless it is a song with directions. How can I become a better dancer at public events? Sincerely, Wild Bill. So this is another nickname we've Wild got here, Bill. Wild Bill. I wonder if his name is Bill. First off, let me answer the question about the six-year anniversary of All You Need to Know and uh, having a party. Uh, undecided, um, but that's a good idea. We might, explore, we might explore that option. Yeah. It would be uh, at a negative. Yes, a that would, that would increase the negative profitness of All You Need to Know. Yes. But Isaac, I'll let you tackle that last one. Um, speaking of parties, I'm not a good dancer unless it is a song with direction. So I'm assuming that's the cha-cha slide. That's yeah. uh, the YMCA, sure. things like that, where the mm -hmm. where the dance moves are built into the song. So all, I got a Wild great Bill, answer, which seems like if you were named Wild Bill, you'd be kind of good in a public yeah. setting. At least that's what I would assume. But how can Wild Bill become a better dancer at public events? That's just simple. You're gonna go. You're gonna to want to go watch the movie Napoleon Dynamite. And at one point in Napoleon Dynamite, he picks up. I can't remember if it's a cassette. I think it's a DVD. Um, and he plays that DVD in his room, and it's of like dance moves, and it's just like of dancing, and it's like come dance. It's like the classic, you know, OG '90s or whatever. Like, and so he spins days right in his room looking at the tv dancing dancing it could be a vhs i guess it probably is a vhs and love, when love this movie by the way yeah exactly and my favorite scene is at the end spoiler alert for napoleon dynamite if you've never seen it he dances at the end and he kills it i mean he kills it he does so if you want an answer go buy a vhs of 90s dance moves, practice in your room for a week solid, and then go out on the dance floor, and I, you have my personal guarantee that you will be getting ladies' numbers like if they're going out of style. Or or men's numbers. We can't assume. Wild, Wild Bill could be a girl. Wild um, Bill could be a woman, I guess. Yes. Technically, that's... I think that's pretty good advice, uh, suggesting the Napoleon Dynamite method. Hey, try to beat that advice. Go I ahead. can't. Um, only thing I will say is that you have to kind of, with a public event, um, I think most of the times, whenever you're at a wedding, that's a, it's, you're inclined to dance, right? 
And you just kind of have to let loose. You have to give up that whole self-respect thing. And, and oh, I'm worried. Yeah. Oh, I'm worried about what other oh people are gosh. thinking about me. And you just let the music just kind of guide you, right? Oh my god! Feel it, feel it in your bones, feel it in in deep within. Because this is the way dance too sensual. The dance moves might be on a VHS tape that you can go find, but you know where the dance moves also are in your heart. In your heart is right. You just gotta listen. You just gotta let it come to you. And I think that'd be my advice. So, Wild Bill, we're not sure. Uh, Those two things kind of overlap. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Uh, maybe we could throw a party where Wild Bill comes and has a has a hell of a time because he's had some time to he or she has had some time to train uh, in the period between now and our six year anniversary. So that's going to do it for this uh, mailbox episode. Wow. We really flew through it, covered yeah, a lot really. and we're right on time. So uh, good. Good on you, Isaac, for helping me out and, and making sure that we kept the conversation moving. I felt really good about this one. I'm glad. Uh, it's a good, always good to hear. Always good to hear that I'm the backbone of this organization when no one else will be. I wouldn't say you're the backbone, but you are. You're I'm like, like the femur, the concrete. You couldn't mix. stand. Oh well, that's you're the concrete mix of all you need to know. Bit of a different type of metaphor, but yeah, I guess because I can because you're malleable, but you're also solid, right? You're always there once once you're set. Does that make you sense? Know what? You know what? That I suppose that makes a bit of sense. Right? Okay, and I'm glad that it does. And we're going to end the episode right now, not only because we're done with the podcast, but because mm -hmm. the timer on the Zoom says we have just seconds remaining. So this is going to do it for this episode. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered